Hello everyone and welcome to another Game Reactor Quick Look. It only took a couple of years for ASUS, which was, in many, for many years, one of the more obscure Android manufacturers on the market, to sort of be a central point of reference in the yearly smartphone release calendar. That obviously didn't happen overnight, but thanks mainly to the ROG phone, which has become the quintessential gaming phone for enthusiasts out there, um, but also the Zen phone. Now, the Zenfone has gone through a number of iterations, but particularly the last couple of years, they really have struck a very special balance where they have garnered the favor of small phone flagship enthusiasts. And this is not a small group, by the way. There are a lot of people out there that feel like that in order to get the best specifications, the fastest performance, the best screen, they need to buy a gigantically oversized phone. Now, even something like the iPhone Mini was completely taken off the, uh, the, the you know, the, um, the manufacturing plants for Apple, and the compact series from Sony has been missing for years and years and years and years and years. And even something like the standard Google Pixel is more than six inches. So, the Zenfone is quite unique in this regard, and that continues with the Zenfone 10, which I have in front of me right here. And there are so many good things about this smartphone that I've already noticed, and I've had it for one day. Um, but by the time you're watching this, the review will be ready and up and running. But at the point of where we're, uh, where we're uh, making this video, I've only had it for, yeah, a day. So let's go over what it is very quickly. First of all, yeah, you get the same almost vinyl-like backside on this phone. It seems to be sort of eco-centric, this almost fabric-y nature, but it's so awesome. It's slightly reminiscent of last year's Zenfone 9, but also the Google Pixel 5, which I felt like was just, it's such a warm, nicer feeling than cold glass or cold metal. And we are, we're so stuck in this now. It's nice to see Chinese manufacturers in general also use vegan leather as a way to just differentiate the way that we connect with smartphone materials. So to see this return is very nice. Now, obviously we get aluminum rails all around, matte black as well, and you get it a number of more bold colors. There's a green, there's a red, there's this blue, and it's just, it seems like Asus is more playful this time this year. I will say that one of my main gripes still is that this design is a tad bit conventional. I would love to see them play around with it a little bit more. Don't know how, but this is nice. To, to differentiate itself mainly on this back material is cool. Now, inside, uh, this small form factor phone, we'll get to the screen size in a little bit, you get a Snapdragon 8 Gen 2, you get up to 16 gigs of LPDDR5X RAM, you get up to 512 gigs of UFS 4.0 storage, all in a size of a phone which has a screen that is 5.9 inches. That is not big. You can feel it immediately in the hand. Now, it's not minuscule, it's not like dumb phone small but it is noticeably smaller than, for instance, my iPhone uh, 14 Pro, which I believe is like 6.2. At least it is noticeable. I promise you that it is. So if you want a small phone, this is as small a phone as you're gonna get if you want flagship specifications. Now, the screen is also an AMOLED. It's FHD+, so still 1080p vertically, but still, and it can go up to 144 hertz refresh um, in certain games, but mainly it'll run at the standard 120 hertz uh, refresh rate. The point is, you're not sacrificing anything, not even high peak brightness. 
you also get, it's, it's insane, like it's just ranting off a, like a, a list of cool uh, specifications this time around. You get wireless charging, you get 30 watt wire charging with a charger that comes inside the box. No, they're not taking that away from you, which is great. You get a 4300 milliamp hour cell in this, which should be enough for it to make it something along the lines of a two day smartphone. That's, that's a big battery in a pretty small chassis. And then the thing is, all of that should be enough. I think it's enough. Wireless charging is in this time around. Semi-fast wire charging. Um, a, a headphone jack at the top. We get a headphone jack, like almost the only phone on the market that has that these days. And also, you know, just solid specifications in a compact form factor with fun colors and this lovely back material. But Asus are really keen on these two cameras. It is the main differentiator this time around, they say. And in the press release that we got, the press material for, to prepare us for the review, almost all of it is about these two cameras. So what are they? This is a 50 megapixel main uh, wide shooter and a 13 megapixel ultra wide. At least this time around, they haven't put in a stupid, like completely nonsensical macro lens or something like that. There's also no time of flight sensor or anything like that. This is a two sensor smartphone, which probably means that they've had time to hone each sensor to a cue, which I think is a good idea in general. Um, they advertise something called the Gimbal Stabilizer 2.0, which is essentially fancy optical image stabilization. It basically means that like a gimbal, like a DJI Osmo, there is a little physical housing for the camera lens, which moves about as you jiggle the phone. That means that you're getting more, uh, more sort of hardware-based real stabilization by having that gimbal um, move about inside the camera housing and paired with what they say is better EIS, electronic image stabilization, you should get better video capture performance. You also get an collab with Oso Audio, meaning that you should get better audio pickup in videos. You get something like QuickShot, which means that let's say that your child is doing something that is uh, completely cute or completely uh, funny or whatever. You, you find yourself at the point in time where you want to snap a quick photo. Now, now would, how would you normally do that? Well, you would take your phone out and you would use either a, uh, an on-screen prompt for a shortcut to unlock the camera, or you would have to open the unlock the phone, open the camera, and take the shot. Now, with QuickShot, you can just basically, while the phone is locked, capture three shots very quickly, just holding the button, and then select the best out of those three. That's a really good idea. And while I haven't been able to take photos with it yet, I'm kind of hoping this time around that Asus really deliver, because it seems like... I don't want the Zenfone to be on par with a Pixel. That I don't want them to lose focus. The Pixels are here for that. No, but I want them to be able to compete. And hopefully this time around, the Zenfone 10 will be able to do that. Prices will vary across various territories. But what I will say about the Zenfone 10 is that when I looked up the prices, when I saw the pricing sheet uh, as part of the press materials sent to us by ASUS, what it basically looked like was that this was around half the price with its top specifications of a Samsung Galaxy S23 Plus, which came out almost six months ago. I'll leave you with that. Thank you so much for watching. See you on the next one.